Hey everybody, welcome to not the Riley Live Movie Review Podcast. I almost did the wrong thing. Uh, welcome to Issue Crew Movie Reviews, the show where we review movies and it's the Issue Crew. Everybody loves it. It's a great show. Um, here I am, your host, the mentally ill loner who society treats like trash, Riley, joined by my co-host, Kathy. Did you know that despite making us... No, this- no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hush, leave it alone. <laughs> All, right. All right, Kathy, what are we what are we reviewing today? Joker. Joker, rated R. Yes. That's pretty good. It uh it's pretty good, but I have my I have my gripes with it, but I thought it was good overall. It was an interesting, like, I'm sorry. I didn't say anything. Oh, I think your mic made a weird noise or something, and it sounded like you were trying to stop me. Um, the, it was an interesting, like, day in the life, not day in the life, but you know what I mean? Like, literally the same thing I said about Gospel Hill, where for most of this movie, it was just like, it wasn't necessarily entertainment in the way that, like, if I'm watching, like, a comedy movie or an action movie, it was just, like, I was inserting myself into this life, and it was an engaging experience. I thought it was, um, I thought it explored a lot of interesting topics. I don't like, the thing, the thing about it, though, like, this doesn't necessarily ruin the movie, like, I'm still gonna rate it pretty highly, it was still very good. Uh, but hallucinations plots kind of piss me off a little bit because like, if I follow, if I'm following like events in a movie and then I'm like, what the fuck? None of that was real. Like that kind of sours, uh, my, my take on it. Like uh, American psycho, when you fucking opened the door for me, that the entire thing might be fake and all a hallucination that kind of soured American psycho for me a little bit. Once I started thinking about it from that perspective, um, and the same kind of applies to Joker, where, like, he had this girlfriend the whole time, and then suddenly we find out she was a hallucination for the entire film. Was her kid a hallucination? No. Well, she herself was not a hallucination. The first time, the first time he met her was real, and the last time he met her was real. But the time in between where they were, like, dating was fake. Like, he met, he met the woman in the elevator with her kid... Uh, they kind of had a semi-friendly interaction, uh, except it kind of got weird at the end. And then he hallucinated about her being her, his girlfriend, and then he showed up at her apartment, and she was like, what the fuck, what are you doing here? Oh god, please don't hurt me. <laughs> I, I, did, I actually didn't know that. I, I guess I just didn't catch on. Yeah, no, I mean, maybe I'm talking out of my ass, but that's what I got from it, is that the first and last times he met her were just him meeting the real woman, but the rest of it was hallucination. Also, I just want to say, this entire movie is literally this guy, uh, Arthur Dent, I thought his last name was, but I Yeah, forgot. you thought his name was Dent? It's Fleck. <laughs> Where it, it, this entire, the majority of this movie is just Arthur Fleck getting fucking beat on by everything. You see, it, it it is a lot of it is like he's he starts as a pretty like he's like fucked up in the head and weird, 
but he's a nice guy. Like he's he's good natured, I think overall. Um, but finish last, Riley. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ha 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 ha. But uh, it's just society is so fucked. Like really, in this movie, it's just like. He just gets beat down by, like, the entire fucking population of Gotham City consistently. Like, he's just being a nice guy, and they're being shitty to him for absolutely no purpose. Like, the scene on the bus, where he was like, I don't quite remember what he was doing with the kid. It was not weird, like, what he did with Bruce Wayne. I understand why that received a violent reaction, because he fucking put his fingers in his mouth. Uh... But there was, like, a kid on a bus that he was just, like, playing peekaboo with or some shit. I don't quite remember what it was. And then the mother turns to him and is like, can you fucking leave my kid alone? Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's not even being, like, intrusive or anything. He's just making funny faces at your kid. And your kid is smiling and enjoying it. And you're just like, fuck you, piece of shit. Like, Jesus Christ, why is Gotham City so mean? I mean, have you... Have you ever lived in, like, a major city, Riley? I mean, no, not really. My city's big enough, but it's also rural enough that it's definitely uh, nowhere even close to Gotham City, I'll tell you. population of your city, like? I do not know. Would you say it's, like, like over 100,000? Probably not. And there's also, there's yeah. also, like, barely any multi-story buildings, so... <laughs> Yeah, that that's what people are like in cities. Why? I don't fucking know. Just don't do that. Like, why would you do that, man? Just be like, cool. A stranger on a like in a city, like if you that's how you get shot. Why can't people just be cool in life? That's you know what I think Arthur had a point actually. <laughs> I think he was right. I I don't think he did anything wrong. Like, when he shot those three guys on the bus? Honestly, they fucking deserved it. Like, let's be real. Those specific... That specific group of people definitely deserved to be fucking shot. Like, they were just... They, they had no redeemable qualities whatsoever. They just were dickheads and attacking people for no reason. Just to, but to get, like, wacky kicks and just enjoy themselves. Like, yeah, I think we can do without those dudes. <laughs> I'm gonna be, yeah, that's also how people, like, this movie accurately portrays city people. But just to be clear, I'm not advocating for murder. I'm just saying I get it. Like, the murder happened in the movie, and I understand why it happened. And I'm not necessarily against the fact that it happened. I think they deserved it a little bit, kind of. Would you be a part of the clown protesters? I don't think so. I think that got, like, a little bit too violent for me. Because there's a difference between, I'm saying, like, the, the three guys on the subway, like, uh, Arthur was directly attacked by them. Like, he witnessed, he witnessed and was party to their abuse. Uh, so I think it was kind of reasonable for him to kill them. Uh, but, you know, on a, on a larger scale, just, like, fucking taking over the entire city and, like, causing car crashes and killing people for fun is just like, yeah, maybe not. But... The initial action was not as vile as things to come might be. I also wanted to say, jumping ahead like a lot, um, Bruce Wayne's parents die in this movie. 
Holy shit, I was not expecting that. Yeah, I was not expecting that either. That was a really big surprise. It was one of the one of the clown protesters too. I, I wasn't even expecting Bruce Wayne to be in this movie. Um, I mean I was expecting something. Like there was gonna be a Batman reference in some way. Um and I kinda like what they did with it. Um, I know I have a friend who's like a huge uh, nerd for specific runs of the DC comics, and it upsets him that Joker is older than Batman, because I guess in the Batman runs that he likes, that's not the case. I mean, I guess, like, the best Joker comic is probably The Killing Joke. Have you ever read that? Some people hate The Killing Joke. Uh, the creator of The Killing Joke hates The Killing Joke, but I I think it's pretty good. Because the conceit the- of Killing Joke is that the Joker killed... Bruce Wayne's parents, right? What? No. I thought that's what the Killing Joke was. Am I getting? Hold on. No, it's Alan. You Moore. might be. You might be getting comic runs mixed up because I'm pretty sure the Killing Joke is when Joker kills Bruce Wayne's parents. Uh no, that's when. Uh no, it's not. The Killing Joke is when the Joker. Uh, you know, shoots a Batwoman. Are you sure? Yes, I'm 100% sure. I, are you talking... The movie of The Killing Joke sucks. The comic of The Killing Joke is really good. I haven't watched the movie or read the comic, but I feel like I've heard uh, from several people that The Killing Joke is a story where Joker is the one who killed Bruce Wayne's... Oh, I can assure parents. you it's not. Killing joke, Batman. No, not the not the band Killing Joke. Although I guess that is a pretty good name for a band. Uh, Batman the Killing Joke is in 1988. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. I just want to know what happens. Story becomes famous for its origin of Joker as a tragic character, a family man and failed comedian who suffered one bad day that fi- Okay, well I guess that's kind of similar to what this movie was. Uh, more stated here. Uh, shooting and paralysis of Barbara Gordon. Okay, you are right about that. Yeah. Okay, I don't know what I'm thinking of then. Yeah, I don't either, but the killing joke it also goes into um the Joker's kind of origin. It's a lot different from this one because it's kind of like it's kind of like a Joker dementia story which okay. it's hard to explain if you haven't read it, but I would highly recommend reading it. It's really good. Okay, I I might give it a look. I need to get into Batman in some way. I'm sure there is a Batman out there for yeah, me. You know what you need to get into? Oh my god. Are we about to have an unrelated conversation just because I said I want to get into Batman? You're going to tell me to get into something else random? Is that what's going to happen? I'm going to tell you to get into the Invincible comics because the Invincible Season 2 trailer just came out. Uh, I could do that. Or I could watch Invincible Season 2 when it comes out. You're going to and be I'm, surprised about what happens. I'm going to make you watch it with me. And it has been confirmed that the second... And Kathy, that- you don't have to make me watch Invincible Season 2. I watched Invincible Season 1 and loved it. I'm going to watch Season 2. Good. Because in Season 2, the second coolest villain is introduced. Is it... 
You see, I have a lot of spoilers for the plot of the comic. Cause okay. when I, cause after I watched Invincible, I watched like these like history of blank character videos oh, that spoiled a bunch God. of plot. Yeah. You so spoil the plot. Oh my God. Listen, man, I can enjoy things when I've had the plot spoiled. Death Note. I called. I called Death Note my favorite piece of art recently, and I knew how that ended before I went in. So well, I, I can deal with spoilers. Hold on, Riley. Yes. It's not as good if you know what happens. Maybe it's not as good, but I'm pretty good at consuming media within its own conceit. Okay, right. Like I can know what happens and I'll still be impacted by it because I'm consume I'm engrossing myself within the media. Riley. Yes. Did the dinosaurus arc get spoiled for you? Yes, the dinosaurus arc did get spoiled for me. Fucking damn it. I'm having and a hard time remembering the details though. Anton LeVay is introduced in is going to be introduced in Invincible season two. Isn't it Anton Levy? Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. You... That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I wonder if uh, that one girl is going to be in this season. That might be later. What do you mean by that one girl? <laughs> that one girl who does some uncouth things to to our boy Mark. <laughs> and it got spoiled for you, the worst fucking character? Yeah. She is the... <sighs> I basically know everything that happens. Like, I know... I feel like we probably should have already said spoilers for Invincible, guys. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, further f spoilers for Invincible ahead. If you don't want it to get worse, fast forward. I'll, I'll put spoilers for Invincible in the description. Okay, wait, hold on, Riley. Was the robot arc spoiled for you? It all was, yes. I know what happens with robot. <sighs> Which is pretty wacky to me after how he was depicted in season one of Invincible specifically. I was not expecting him to go that crazy. I, I mean, for the record, Robot, um, Robot's arc in Invincible the comic comes much later than it does in Invincible the show. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard about that. I heard about that part. And it, it's a bit jarring about how it's a bit jarring how far apart they are, but. You know. I'm also I'm also excited to hear that because uh, I I want to see some fucking big fights and I'm excited to hear about some of the some of the stuff that happens with the Viltrumites later and also that Omni Man becomes good so we can see some good Omni Man fights so I'm I'm excited for what's to come in the Invincible show uh, the new animation style is pretty interesting the, it's gonna take some getting used to but I don't dislike it it looks very clean and very good. I think I think the coolest fights are definitely like the coolest fights always involve uh, Levy. Does Levy even have superpowers? Uh, Le oh my god! I'm not going to spoil it for you. I'm trying to remember what Levy does. I know he's like he's like Invincible's greatest rival. I think I remember him being a pretty common name, but I don't remember what his like abilities were. Okay, his abilities were to open portals to other dimensions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Anyway, we should get back to Joker, probably. Remember when Invincible met Spider-Man? That was pretty good. I read that comic. He, uh, I, I actually haven't read that one. He called, he called one of the Avengers Black Man. What? Because the, the, the bit was, 
uh, Invincible meets Spider-Man, finds out his name is Spider-Man, and he's with the Avengers at the time, and he's looking at all the Avengers, and he's like, your name's just Spider-Man? That's silly. So is this, like, is this is Robot Man? This is, and he just, like, goes to the Avengers, and there's an Avenger that's black, and he just says, Black Man? <laughs> Invincible gets racist? Invincible gets racist, yeah. Did you know... Or maybe it was bl- maybe it was black woman, and he was referring to Black Widow. Uh, but there was okay. definitely like he called something black man or black woman, and it was awkward and it was silly. Okay. Anyway, so the Joker. What do you- I really um, I, I really kind of like how they portray the Joker's insanity in this thing with his mom being like a horrible piece of shit. Well, I think she was less a horrible piece of shit and more mentally deranged in a similar fashion to him. You can be mentally deranged and not be a horrible piece of shit. She, like, tied her son to a radiator. Was it... Did she do that, or was she just too insane to stop her boyfriend from doing that? I thought she did that. I thought the implication was she was just so crazy and... At, out of her mind that she didn't realize that her boyfriend was abusing him. No, I think the boyfriend just hit him. I think she tied him to a radiator. Maybe. I, di- I didn't quite pick up on that. I, I thought that the boyfriend did the brunt of the abusing, so I was kind of, like, shocked when he smothered her. Maybe he did. I'm, I'm not sure. That, that kind of that caught me off guard, that particular scene. Hmm. Interesting. But, you know, he's crazy. He's killing people. It happens. All right. Yeah. I, I also like when the two guys come to his house. Oh, yeah, the workers. Oh, my God. That scene was, like, so unsettling in a great way. I was actually super into that scene uh, where he, he kills the big guy. But the little guy was nice to him, so he's not going to kill the little guy. And, like, the little guy is fucking terrified thinks he's gonna die and arthur's just like don't worry about it man just just go don't don't look at it just go just it's okay get out of here and then he even opens the door for him yeah he's the little guy he's like i think he thinks it's over like he, he realizes that he can't unlock the door and he's like okay this is a cruel joke he's going to kill me right now and he's like and then he has to turn around and be like hey arthur can you unlock the door? And he's like, of course, buddy. And then he just lets him out. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was really good. I, I, I also really like, you know, I like the kind of themes of this movie, I guess. So, you know, what regard? About, Elaborate. About, you know, mental illness and always being ignored by people. Everybody thinking you're always happy, but it's just a face, you know? Yeah, you know, I, I relate to that pretty hard. I do, I do kind of operate like that. Like, I think my life's policy forever has been... Honestly, I feel like I relate to Joker a lot. Not because I want to kill people. It's not quite that far. But, like, I do have very immense depression that I hide behind a fucking goofy, smiley face because, like... Comedy is the only thing I value in life, kind of a little bit. I am. Um, I, I'm. I'm gonna admit everything's been turning out good for me lately. Well, that's really good to hear. 
Yeah, I just went on a date yesterday. I went to church today. Oh God, you went to church. <laughs> oh, what, what are you triggered? Is this gonna be? Is gonna be the Kathy finds God arc? <laughs> yes, it is. Well, I wish I wish you luck in your religious journey. Um, and I'll see you. I'll see you back on the atheist side when you when you make that loop around again. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a dedicated atheist. I'm I'm agnostic. Like I feel like there has to be a higher power. I just like I think that all religion is bullshit. I'm like, gonna every- be. Go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I don't believe in God. I just kind of like going. No, that's fair. I could definitely see that the appeal of church beyond the surface level content that they are providing you. Um, but yeah, man. I watched a baby get baptized today. Oh wow, that must have been that. That actually sounds great. It was actually it was a very cute baby. Oh. He started crying when they poured the water on him. Well, but after, he's, he's a baby, of course. <laughs> but after that, he stopped crying, and then when everybody, you know, started praying, he just looked very confused. Oh, he was, he was like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Cute baby. Good, good baby. High-quality babies at Kathy's local church. Yeah. By the way, a bit of a side tangent, but do you know what my uh, profile picture is? No. It's the achievement for beating Bioshock on hard. Oh, hey. Good job. Yeah. Unless you just got that on Google.com. I did not. It's on my Steam profile. Nice. Man, I should beat video games at some point. I also really like um, Joker's kind of side plot about becoming a comedian. I mean, yeah, I don't think it really goes anywhere beyond, like its payoff during the Murray show, maybe. Also, but and also I like how like during the comedian bit he's he's like like he starts talking about rich people and then it just suddenly cuts out like you can't hear what he's saying. He he at that point he he recedes into his own delusion because like he's super awkward. He's la he's doing the big laugh because he has his laughing condition. He's trying to tell this story about how he hated school, um, and he just can't do it. And that's what they made fun of him for on Murray. But then right after that, he kind of goes into this thing about rich people, and then it just cuts us off from hearing it. But then, like, the whole audience is, like, laughing and loudly and cheering for him. So, like, that's when he receded into his own delusion. Hold on, I just realized what that was. Yeah. No, that wasn't him retreating into his own delusion. That's them showing the clip on the Murray show, and they cut out the thing about rich people because they didn't want them to hear it. No, we see the clip before it's on the Murray show. Like, we see it live. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. hold on. No, they were playing the clip on the Murray show, and that's what the POV was when we were watching it. No. No, no, when we were watching it, and it cuts out, that's supposed to be, like, what the Murray show did. There are scenes, like, in between when he actually does it and when he does it on the Murray show. No, I'm talking about when we originally see it. No, 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 that's what I mean, that's what I mean. When they play it on the Murray show, it's a completely separate scene. We're not seeing it from that perspective at all. Originally, before he plays it on the Murray show, it's supposed to be us watching the Murray show, watching him when we originally see it. That's not true. Because they cut out the thing about rich people, and it shows all of the pe- and it, you hear all of these people laughing. 
And that's because the people on the Murray show are laughing at him. I think you're wrong. I think you're entirely off base. I think it's they, they show us the scene where he's on stage that's completely separate. We're not watching the Murray show. We're watching the film Joker 2019 rated R. Um, and he is on the stage doing his comedy and, and beefing it. And then he retreats into his own delusions like he does with the girlfriend, just like completely hallucinating this positive reality that doesn't exist. Um, and he starts telling his jokes about rich people and everybody loves it and loves him because he's, uh, he's fucking crazy and he's deluded, deluded himself into thinking that's true. Yeah. So, um, all right. So I feel like this movie is, is a lot about, you know, people not being able to get help, I guess, you know, because they're too poor to get help they're just ignored by society yeah the, the society abandoned him they treated him like trash and now they're gonna get what they fucking deserve we live in a society i don't he never says that sentence society he does say the word society though Pretty sure he only says it once. I remember that being the meme. It's like he only said society once in the whole movie. <laughs> society. Society. It's easier to get a quote of Homer Simpson saying we live in a society. Did, did he actually say that? It was part of a greater sentence, but yes. <laughs> 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 the the actual sentence was he was Bart I think like went to jail and he was he was uh he was like scolding him and he said we live in a society of laws so you could just cut out out of context him saying we live in a society <laughs> nice but um I thought Joker twenty nineteen I I feel like. Rated R. You gotta say the whole name. Joker 2019, rated R. I feel like the movie d it doesn't show us enough of how bad Gotham is. And that might seem weird, but I feel it, like it should show just, like, people starving on the street more often. Maybe. Yeah. I could, I could see that enhancing the, the greater theming. But what do you have to say about this movie? I don't know, man. I have trouble having things to say about movies. I've recently had a character arc where I'm like, maybe I shouldn't review things, uh, but I'm going to keep doing it anyway. Cause I, but I just feel like I'm very bad at having nuanced takes about things unless I'm really into them. Like, I'll talk to you for fucking seven hours about the nuances of an episode of Power Rangers, but... Then I watch a movie like Joker 2019, and I'm like, yeah, that was a good movie. I have, right. like, five minutes worth of things to say about that movie that I just watched. <laughs> All right, you know what? Fine. I I'll, do, I'll do the talking for you. Okay. You're Despite me now? Despite taking up 13% of the pop. No! No! <laughs> no 13% are stated about here on this podcast. Why not, Riley? Uh... Don't worry about it. So just, just, just be cool. Just Explain be cool. why. Uh, you know but, what? You know what, Kathy? What? <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> Join us next week for the Issue Crew movie reviews starring Riley and Random Candor. Uh, 
<laughs> That's never gonna have an episode recorded. <laughs> I could. I could. If I bothered him enough. I just don't want to do that. But, um... The thing about Joker 2016... It, 2019, sorry. But, um... Arthur... Do you think Arthur could have turned out to be an okay person if he had gotten enough help? I think so. Like I said, I think he was pretty good-natured at the beginning of the movie. It was just that... I mean, was he? Yeah, he was just a nice guy. Like, his life was fucked up, and he was a little bit weird and, like, fucked up. But I think in general, he just wanted... He genuinely just wanted to make people laugh and, like, be a positive force. He just didn't have the mental wherewithal to do it because he's fucking insane and depressed. But he, his heart was in the right place, I think. I don't know. I, so I, I feel think like... if he got more help, then I think, yeah, he could have been a good person. I feel like he could have had a good life if, you know, like, the, for example, like the therapist just being funding slashed. Yeah, that was a that was a tough break for old Ar- Artie there. Yeah, <laughs> and then you know Wayne going on the TV saying, you know, I want to help these people. You know, I want to help them uh, lift themselves up, and you just and it's just like fuck you. How about a hug, Dad? A little fucking human decency. That scene was also really good. Yeah, that, that that's one of the scenes that stuck with me is him yelling at Thomas Wayne in the bathroom, fully convinced that he's his dad. Yeah, that's. And then he yeah. gets punched in the face. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, you also remember the detectives. I do remember the detectives. What were let? La- what were they? They were they weren't really anything. Do you think the detectives were real? No, 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 I'm not saying they weren't real. I'm saying they were nothing. Like, they don't contribute much to this movie. Like, uh, if you deleted them, I don't think it would affect much. I think it would. I think they just provide tension come, that never really gets a payoff. They come at, like, the worst points in his life. You know, when his mother goes to the hospital, when, you know, when he's, well, I guess... When he's depressed and he's just trying to get away from everything, they come to hunt him down. Yeah, I guess you're right. So they do have they do have that purpose. It's just like the characters themselves didn't really feel like anything. Like I got impressions from characters like uh, like Arthur's mom and Murray and the girlfriend who was fake the whole time. Um, the detectives really did not leave an imprint on me. Like I don't remember their names. I barely remember what they look like. They just did not make one, much of an impression. One that was fat and one that was skinny, and they also That's fair. also they definitely contributed to the clown protesters. Don't they get killed by clown protesters or like put in critical condition? They got put, one of them shot one of the clown protesters and killed them, and they got beat up by the clown protesters after they did that. Yeah, fair enough. You know, what do you think of Joker? Um, the media making Joker to be like a right wing symbol. You mean like in real life? Yeah, you know how okay. the media. I was like, wait a minute, I don't remember that in the movie, but no, that that was a thing that happened in real in, in real society. Um, society. 
That's a little whack. Like, I think the it was really overblown, uh, the Joker controversy when the movie first came out. Like, I remember reading things about them having, like, police officers on the grounds of movie theaters, just in case something went awry with a Joker showing. What, 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 what did people think were going to happen? People thought that lonely incels were going to come watch the Joker because it's their movie, it's about them, and then they were going to kill people in the movie theater. <laughs> Why would... I, if they just want to watch the movie. Why would they kill people? That's a great question, Kathy, that I don't think they're prepared to answer. They were just like, oh, incels, can't have the incels, gotta have police so that there's no incels. Incels are kind of based. Heard something about some, some movie theaters, like, instituting a you-can't-watch-Joker-alone policy. Like, you have to go with someone. <laughs> you can't be a fucking loner. Wow, we truly do live in a society. <laughs> It was just really funny, all that controversy that came up when the film came out. When this is not... Is this an incel movie? I don't think that was a very pervasive theme. This is a literally me movie. Yeah, it is a literally me movie, that's true. Kathy, do you watch Kino Corner on YouTube? I do not know what that is. Okay, well... They, they're very similarly pretentious to you and use similar rhetoric, so I thought maybe you were just stealing it from them. Uh, but they're, they're, they're pretty compatible with your, your film views, I think. Who is they, Riley? They? The Kino Corner, the man? Are you talking about <laughs> them, Riley? Them? Yeah. I, I don't think so. I don't think I'm talking about them right now. Hmm. What do you think I mean when I say them? Uh, you could mean anything. The Jews, no, no, trans no. people, like, you could mean any group, of any marginalized group, really. You could be, kid, you could be referring to Kathy, good old edgy Kathy, my, my good favorite co-host. She just loves to make jokes about marginalized groups and... I'm talking about white people. Uh, oh, she, she flipped it on me, you see? You know that despite making up 80% of the population, that 90% of pedophiles are white? I feel like that can't be true. It's something similar to that. I, I, I could see white being the majority, just because obviously white is the majority of people statistically. Um, but 90-10 sounds like a pretty unreasonable split to me personally it, it, I, I read a study about this once and it's true that white people make up the majority of pedophiles if it was if you told me it was like 2575 or higher i would believe you but 9010 is too much i think yeah I, I, those aren't the exact numbers but i did read a study about it and and white people do make up the majority of pedophiles and the majority of those white people are priests. <laughs> the Lord shall strike you down. Listen, man, it ain't my fault. The fucking pastors are running around touching kids' and balls, okay? They need to fucking repent for their sins. They need to say a hundred Hail Marys for all the fucking children balls they fondled. I didn't know you were a priest. If a, if a pedophile, if a pedophile goes, you're not gonna respond to that one. <laughs> Uh, nope, just gonna let that one lie. Um, if a pedophile goes to confession and they confess their sins, does the, the father just say, like, 
yo, me too, bro. And then they like fist bump through the confession window and <laughs> no repenting occurs. I don't know. That's probably what happens, I think. But uh, what else is there to discuss regarding this film? Do you want to talk about... Um, do you want to talk about how the clown kind of becomes... A, like, let's talk about the ending. Okay. So, in the ending of this film, you see, you know, the clowns are, like, running rampant through Gotham and burning down the city. Yep. And eventually, one of them finds the Joker... And releases him from his thing. That's true. That was a that was an interesting scene. The cops were taking Arthur away after he killed Murray on the Murray show, which we didn't talk about that scene, by the way. So the, yeah, the, have, please please it. hold. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but uh, he's in the cop car. The police are like shit talking him because he's laughing at the carnage, and then they uh, they fucking ram the police car and they save Arthur. It was it was beautiful. The, the clowns re- rose to, to save their, their prophet. And, and you kind of understand the clowns. To an extent. You understand, you know, why, you know, you see, you see how bad Arthur's life is, and you see why people might like him. Yeah, you know, Arthur, Arthur is sympathetic to an extent. Like, you know, he... Because, again... I, I truly think he was a good-natured person at the beginning of the movie, and I don't think that that never... I don't think that that ever completely goes away entirely. It's just, like, he goes insane. He snaps. Like, he's he's had a mental illness this whole time. He's been mentally unstable. And suddenly his whole world comes crashing down, um, and he finds out all this crazy shit about his life that makes it even worse. Um, he realizes that his girlfriend isn't real, and he's just been hallucinating her because he's off his meds. Because he can't get his meds, because the, they cut the funding for his therapy, um, it's it's pretty intense. So it it just broke him. Like at, he was a, he was a good natured boy who just went through too much, and it just snapped. And he's he's kind of sympathetic in that way. Like, yeah. You know, if if only we could turn back time and not have some of those things happen, then maybe Arthur Fleck would be a little bit better off. But. No, yeah. he he did a kills. <laughs> you, you know, you know what I want to I want to say something about the Murray scene really quick. Sure. What do you get when you cross somebody who loves movies with a podcast host who always cancels? <laughs> this feels very pointed. You get what you fucking deserve. You didn't hear it, but I, I killed Riley, so you're not going to hear him for the rest of the episode. It's just me now. Hey, guys, it's me, uh, Jason, uh, here to fill in for Riley. Uh, <laughs> this is how I talk. Don't, don't question my voice at all. This is how I've always talked. Me, Jason, Jellyu. <laughs> um, yeah, all right, this works. Um, but um, as for the Murray scene, I thought that was... Like, everybody, like, that's the one part everybody knows about this movie, and it, and it spoiled it for me. But, um... The first time I saw this scene, it was voiced over by impressions of Goofy and Winnie the Pooh. Really? Yeah, that was a video that went around on YouTube. It was, it was pretty viral. It was, uh... It was, uh, some guy who does, like, cartoon impressions that are really good. Uh, he dubbed over Joker with a Goofy voice, and, uh... Uh, Murray with a Winnie the Pooh voice, and just did this scene. <laughs> That's cool. 
Um, but I, I guess that scene kind of speaks for itself. But basically, you know, the, he says that's when the Joker gets first introduced as the Joker. And he says, you know, you didn't come on this show t- because you liked me. You came, you wanted me to come on this show so you can make fun of me. You see, I understand where Murray's coming from, though. Like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how I feel. I'm, I'm trying to think of whether Murray was completely morally in the black, like they might want to make him out to be, or whether he seemed, he seemed like he might be a little bit of a good-natured guy. Like, he, he makes fun of Arthur, obviously, and that offends Arthur, but, like, this is the kind of comedy that I would do, is what Murray's doing. And I think he was pretty nice to Arthur, up until he found out that he killed three people. I don't. I think he was he was pretty respectful to him in the dressing room. I, I don't think he was ever... like He was respectful to him because he wanted him to come on, and he wanted to make fun of him on his show. Fair, but like... Sometimes you can make fun of people. You know, I don't think it's necessarily bad-natured 100% to make fun of people. Like, I don't think necessarily the setup of the conceit of this, if Arthur was not mentally insane and insensitive, could have worked as, like, a good-natured thing. Like, he comes on the show, they rib him a little bit about his comedy act, and he's like, ah, yeah, you know, I'm working on it. Um, And they just have, like, a conversation about it. He makes a couple jokes, and they go on with their lives, and Arthur, Arthur gets a lot of exposure from that, which could be good for his comedy career in the future. If he does improve, he'll just have more people that know about him because he was on The Murray Show. And then I people will be like, oh, yeah, he has gotten a lot better. And he'll gain an audience he, from that. He would have just made fun of him. You know, he wouldn't be able to get a job anywhere because when you look up his name... You see him on the Murray show, and he gets ripped to shreds by Murray. Would that ruin your job prospects in real life? I don't think it would. Maybe as a comedian, but you don't really get jobs as a comedian unless you're like in a sh- like a sitcom. And if you're in like a sitcom, you probably auditioned and like proved you were a good actor. So I don't think this Murray show thing would necessarily disqualify you. Um, and in terms of normal jobs, I don't think being on a talk show and being made fun of it's, is grounds for not receiving a, employment. All right. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. But uh, do you have anything else you want to say about this? Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else you've missed, because I feel like there is a lot of good stuff in this movie. Well, well, I guess well you, sorry. We never really talked about, like, the the scene at Wayne's Manor, except for a little bit, I made a joke about it. Uh, where we do see the the obvious Batman reference. We got little boy Bruce Wayne, and Arthur is going there to find his father, and he just, like, he does fun little magic tricks <laughs> with Bruce, and it's, and it's nice and sweet. Put his fingers in his mouth. What yeah, the you fuck see, you see, at the, by the, I was about to get there, but then, but then it gets weird, because he puts his fingers in his mouth. But even that's just like, he's crazy, but his heart's in the right place. Like, he's just, he's like, no. yeah, smile. No, 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 no. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's mentally ill. He didn't really think it through. He's just like, I, wanna, I want him to smile, so I'm going to do this. Like, hey, come on, kid. Give me I... a smile. God. Uh... It's gross, but you have to think he's mentally ill. Like, it's not... It, you wouldn't put your fingers in a kid's mouth for any reason because you're not mentally ill like Arthur Fleck is. In his head, he's not really thinking it through. It's just like, 
yeah, I'm having fun. We're having fun with this kid. I want to I want him to smile. So I'm going to give him a little smile. And then he chokes Alfred in front of him and it's a little it's a little unsettling. I have nothing to add. You have nothing to add? No. Okay. <laughs> you want to get I don't know why you're so freaked out by this concept of me saying this mentally ill man might not have had bad intentions. On to three questions. Why are you so? Why are you so aversive to this? What is? Does it really upset you that much? I'm gonna say my favorite character in this movie was probably. You're forgetting about the what character do we want to fuck section. Come on, it's very important wrap up question. Um. Probably like the short guy, like the the midget from the circus. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I mean, you know what? I'm not gonna say Joker's girlfriend. You know what I am gonna say? Don't. Uh, flashback, young Arthur Flex mom. God damn it! Is that what you thought I was gonna say? I knew it. <laughs> Who played her? Was it Margot Robbie? I don't know. It couldn't have been Margot Robbie, but it was definitely a pretty blonde woman, <laughs> somewhat similar to Margot Robbie. That would be very confusing if Harley Quinn from the real DC movies played Joker's mom in The Joker. I will say one thing about this movie is obviously it is very disconnected from like the DC universe, but at the same time, it still shocks me to my core that with how successful and well-received Joker is, that that Joaquin Phoenix isn't just going to be the Joker in the real Batman movies now. I'm I'm really shocked they had the restraint to not do that. (laughs) Maybe they couldn't get him to be. That's fair. Maybe Joaquin wasn't down, but like, it just seems so weird that that was never even like brought up that he was going to be. Because like, even in the Batman I don't think it ever made it into the movie, but there is a deleted scene with a Joker that is not Joaquin Phoenix, and I was like, wow, that's that's a shock. Um, and the, Have you heard about they're doing Joker 2? Yeah, I have, and it's a musical. I'm so excited. <laughs> I know I'm going to love Joker 2. There's no conceivable way in hell that I'm not going to love Joker 2. I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. We got Lady Gaga playing Harley Quinn. Oh, no. The only, the only acting I've ever seen Lady Gaga do is uh, I saw House of Gucci uh, when that came out. And I guess she was fine in that movie. I don't remember, I don't remember anything particular one way or the other except for the, her very pervasive memories. Uh, <laughs> but her, her acting skill was fine. She was doing like the the Italian thing, which might just be her normal voice. She might just be of Italian descent. Uh, but What's your favorite character? I hate Lady Gaga. <laughs> you hate Lady Gaga? That's unfortunate. Uh, my favorite character is probably Joker? Yeah, I'm trying to think of if it's yeah, anybody but, else, but like... That's what I was going to say, too. It's like this. this whole film is about his life. So, like... The whole conceit of me enjoying the film is enjoying watching him on screen. So, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say it's Joker. It's Arthur. All right. Uh, favorite, favorite, uh, you, you know the thing. Favorite scene. There's a couple options for this. 
I'll give an honorable mention to the scene between Arthur and Thomas in the bathroom. Like there, there are two scenes that that stick with me in this movie, and one of them was Thomas in the bath, Arthur and Thomas in the bathroom. That's my honorable mention. Um, and the actual scene I'm going to give it to is the scene with his two former co-workers in his apartment where he kills the big guy and spares the little guy. Like, that whole scene was just, like, well shot. It was really anxiety-inducing. Uh, I, the... I, 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 that was a close second for me, but I gotta give it to the Murray scene. You know, that's fair. Um, that is, like, the obvious answer, but it's obvious for a reason. Like, it's definitely one of the most memorable things of the film, and I I love it too. I'd probably, if you asked me my third favorite scene, it'd be that. Um, but I just think those two scenes in particular were just shot in a very like anxious way. And it kind of, it, it stuck with me that, that feeling. I, I get you. I get you on that. Now rating out of 10. This is tricky. This part is always tricky. Cause I feel Cause I'll give a rate. I'll, I'll like think of a rating, and then later I'll like look at a rating I gave something else, and I'll be like, "Did I like this better than that?" And I'll start like second guessing myself. Rating things is so hard. I hate rating things. Um, but with that being said, I know I am contractually obligated to rate the Joker. So you know, I'm obviously into like bigger movies like i'm into like comedies and action movies i'm i'm your generic movie goer of consumer you know what i'm about um and this movie didn't obviously didn't scratch those itches as as much as something else in a dc universe might but it was a very very solid film the character work was great the scenes were well shot very good uh it just doesn't go up to like a nine or a ten for me because those are obviously like the the big big action and comedy movies because that's just what i'm about um, but I'm I'm comfortable giving this movie a very solid eight out of ten. I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. Hello? What do you mean hello? You said something and then I'm gonna one give it second a... past. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. I think it was pretty good. Wasn't anything particularly amazing, but I liked it. Now let's get to the fun part where I get to torture Riley. Real, real quick, I want to say, just I, I, I do say, you know, the, this is a pretty good Joker movie. Uh, Joker 2019 is pretty good. I actually prefer Joker 1989, I think. Never watched that movie. Uh, it's, it's not a real movie. Uh, it's uh, the Tim Burton's Batman movie from 1989 is just a Joker movie. Like, it's... The, Michael Keaton's Batman is overrated. He was not at all the spotlight character in that movie. Jack Nicholson as Joker fucking dominated that entire screenplay. He was so amazing. Uh, all the, right. <laughs> Batman 1989 is Joker 1989. Alright, now I'm gonna torture you. Oh god. I'm gonna, let you, uh, I'm gonna let you pick your poison here. Okay. I was actually, real quick, before you okay, give me your poison... No, Kathy, hold on. Before you present me with your poison. To the bathroom. Well, Kathy, fuck you. We're not even in an hour yet. <laughs> hold your fucking phones. Uh, excuse me. Uh, I, may I make a suggestion before you provide me these poisons? Because I was thinking. I knew your turn was coming up. And I think there's, there's something you've been waiting for that it might be time for if, you, if you're willing to give up on whatever torture you're what, about to provide what, me. What, what is it? Xavier season two? No. Damn it. Okay. You well, watch, you don't get to watch that after canceling on me twice. You get to either watch The Killers 
a movie starring Ronald Reagan. <laughs> or, I'm not going to tell you anything about this movie, a movie titled Ida 2013. Okay, as much as Ida 2013 is a meme, can we compromise? Because your whole, your whole bit with that first movie is to get me to watch a movie with Ronald Reagan as an actor. Can we watch Bedtime for Bonzo instead? No. Damn it. I really want to watch Bedtime for Bonzo starring Ronald Reagan. Too bad. <laughs> okay, we'll watch Ida 2013 then. All right, so we're watching The Killers uh, next time. What the fuck? Uh, I was going to pick whatever one you didn't pick just to piss you off even more. That's bullshit. What the fuck, man? Well, I guess join us next time for The Killers starring Ronald Reagan. God damn it. What, what is special about this movie besides it has Ronald Reagan in it? You'll see. So sell me on why we can't do bedtime with Ponzo instead. <laughs> uh, because fuck you, that's why. All right, fine, whatever. Uh, well, folks, thank you for listening to our review of Joker 2019. Join us next week, hand to God. Well, th- before I say hand to God, where can I find this film? Pirate it. Uh, no, 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 wait, don't pirate it. Um, I mean, purchase it legally. Yeah, purchase it legally. But then, is it on? I guess I can just look. The Killer's movie. 1964. 1964, 1964 or 1946? 1964. The Killer's movie, 1964. The Killer's 1964, directed by Don Siegel. Okay. Where? I guess IMDb might tell me. I'll click on the IB. If there is such a, if there is a like real service where you can consume this product. Um... Uh, nope, the only option is to search for a DVD on Amazon. <laughs> is it on oh, my favorite uh, place on the internet? Let's see. The Killers. Um, it is. Okay, it's on a website that I know how to use. We're cool. <laughs> all right, send me okay, I'll send you the link after I end this podcast and then pee and then come back to my computer. Um, <laughs> Hypothetically, I, I would never Hypothetically, I'll send you this link. Well, I it's a web- actually- all I said is it's a website I know how to use. That could mean anything. It could be I'm never, sending I, I'm sending Kathy the link to Voodoo so that she can rent it. <laughs> I would never pirate a movie. FBI. Yeah, no. You wouldn't download a car, would you? <laughs> well. All right. Anyway, all right. I got to pee right now. We've said all we need to say. Thank yeah, you for I listening. Also, I also have to pee. See you guys next week. In your mom's mouth. Let's go.